Changing minds one thought at a time. Good evening, Akina. How are you doing tonight? I am wonderful. How about yourself there, Jessica? I am so excited. It's going to be another fantastic call in our special series, Unlocking Your Code. We are here with our amazing co-host, Lisa DeMeo. For those of you who don't know Lisa, she's one of the most amazing women I have ever met. She's helped thousands and thousands of people to get healthy and to live the best versions of themselves by experiencing true health. She is a network marketing millionaire, and she's recently partnered with Integrated Genetic Solutions in order to help even more people to really build a happy and healthy life. Lisa, welcome to our call. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, Akina. And I'm happy to be here tonight. And as most of you already know, talking about this series, I was extremely successful um, in my former careers. And I got into network marketing and have an incredible baseline product. And the product was working. And all of a sudden, I just wasn't feeling right. And I kept thinking, what's happening? This product isn't working for me anymore. And it wasn't until the IGS program that I realized it had nothing to do with my product but everything to do with my body. So truly understanding our DNA and our body chemistry and how we process certain vitamins and what works and what what doesn't, it, it was almost foreign to me. And what I learned through IGS is if we can understand the chemistries in our body, we truly, do, we truly can acquire some answers. So IGS is a software platform designed to help doctors regu- regulate patients' gene expression. And our gene expression controls the vast majority of how our bodies operate and function. So simply, in a nutshell, IGS is just a diagnostic tool but this enhances a doctor's treatment of a patient, and it augments their practical experience. So IGS is so excited right now to be partnering with some of the most brilliant minds in integrative medicine. And tonight I am absolutely honored to introduce somebody who I've just fallen in love with from day one when I met him. Uh, I could spend 30 minutes on his bio alone his name is Dr. Patrick Bradalone, and he has the distinction of being one of the very few integrative cardiologists in the United States. He's also the only integrative physician in New York City with active hospital admitting privileges, and he works at three hospitals in New York City, St. Luke's Hospital, Roosevelt Hospital, and Beth Israel Hospital. He is a fellow of integrative medicine with a degree from the University of Arizona. And for those of you who have been following Dr. Weil, you know you've all seen his infomercials. Dr. Fat alone has recently studied. He has studied when he first started, has studied under the directorship of Dr. Andrew Weil. So he's recently completed his course studies at the Northeast School of Botanical Medicine. He has completed his coursework for fellowship as a registered herbalist. He has been on more talk shows than, than I can even mention. I'm going to get into them in just a few. But he's also studied with the late, great Dr. Robert Atkins. And he was the chief 
Medicine and Director of Cardiology at the Atkins Center for Complementary Medicine. Previously, he held held positions as a medical director at the Fifth Avenue Comprehensive Medical Group. He has, um, my goodness, his, his credentials go on and on. He completed his BS and his BA in Biology and Humanities, and he has been seen on Barbara Walters. He has been seen on Review. He has been seen on ABC World News Night with Peter Jennings, Fox News, Good Day New York, numerous talk shows. He's been on shows, the Frankie Boyer Show in, in Boston, radio talk shows. But I think, you know, when it comes to down to all of it, it's the amount of time that Dr. Fred alone has with his patients. It's the amount of people out of all the doctors that I see on a daily basis. And we're talking and we're interviewing so many physicians. It is the amount of people and the amount of heart that goes into each patient's treatment. He is the author of You're on the Air with Dr. Fred Alone, Answers to Questions Most Frequently Asked About Vitamins and Supplements for the Heart. You can, you can download his book. You can see him in New York City. This man is absolutely incredible. And truly, it's his persona. It's the heart behind what he does. So with his extensive background and education, it's also with the bedside manner that we all want and need. So without further ado, I don't want to take another second from this interview. Dr. Scott alone, with the amount of patients that you see on a daily basis and all the media that you're doing constantly and how much you're constantly giving back, I want to thank you once again for joining all of us on this call tonight. So, Jessica, I'm going to pass the call on to you. So I know you have a lot of questions to ask Dr. Fratellone this evening. Yes, thank you, Lisa, and welcome, Dr. Fratellone. We're so excited to have you on our call tonight. Well, thank you so much. It was a great introduction. I'll accept the Academy Award after the show. <laughs> I couldn't even keep up with everything. Was, your, your credentials go on and on and on. So we're just thrilled to have you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I have an entire list of questions that our audience has for you, as, um, and I would just want to jump right into them. So when treating heart disease, how do you determine what role supplements and hormones will play for an individual patient? So, you know, doctors always use blood tests, and I use blood tests too, but I use unique blood tests. I use Boston Heart, and I determine... Um, and I use um, a whole bunch of different testing, but I really focus not on the cholesterol because America's fixated on cholesterol. I focus on other risk factors like C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation, fibrinogen, which is a marker of homocysteine, which depends on a genetic uh, gene called MTHFR, which we'll talk about, um, and that's a bad amino acid. So I really get into the nitty-gritty. I don't settle for what co- I want to know the cause of heart disease. And I go beyond the conventional. I'm a conventional cardiologist trained in New York City, Atlantic Hill Hospital. I do my fellowship there. But then working with Dr. Atkins and working with Dr. Weil and then doing all these um, botanical stuff, I take a different approach to heart disease. So I use blood tests, and then I'm using IGS, which is, like, amazing. That's amazing. So when using IGS, what information does it give you, and how do you use it to treat your patients? 
So basically, I always, I've always i been putting patients on supplements and botanicals and homeopathy for 22 years in practice, but now I have the answer. I have the answer because I get a blood test, tells me the genetics, and then I could find out exactly what the patient needs. A lot of the patients that see me come in with a bag of vitamins. Literally, they put on my desk a bag of vitamins. They take an hour. They want to. They take this. They take that. And my job is not to switch them to physician grade vitamins. My job is not to critique them. My job now is to find the individualized profile for them, and I could do that through IGS. So, in, in what role does knowing someone's genetics? How does that support you in your treatment? Okay, so we'll take the risk factor homocysteine because it has a unique history. And IGS supports what I do with that. So homocysteine is a bad amino acid. It was discovered in 1969 by a Harvard professor, Dr. McCulley, that if you give B12, folic acid, and B6 to patients with this high homocysteine level, which is a risk factor for developing blockage in the arteries, all over the body, mostly the neck, causes strokes, he felt you could reduce this risk factor by giving the vitamins. He proved it. It worked. He did a huge study in um, Boston and Harvard at that time, proving that nurses, he did 100,000 people, if certain nurses took B6, B12, and folic acid, their homocysteine went down. Harvard kicked them out in 1971 because they felt, like most physicians, conventional, there's no role for vitamins and supplements, which is totally not true. He continued his study on homocysteine, and he was intrigued that, 80% 80% of the people who went on B6 reduction in this risk factor. But he was more intrigued with 20% of the people who didn't have the reduction. By using genetics, he found that there's a gene called MTHFR, which is a gene that helps us detox. You, if you have this defect, you can't absorb B6, B12, and folic acid. So he found the gene, and basically he found out why the 20% did not reduce it. By using IGS, I could found out those patients and give them the right folic acid, which is a methylated B6, methylated folic acid and methylated B12, which only 20 to 40% of the people in the world have this gene. But this gene could really cause havoc in your body because you can't detox. For example, you have the gene, you eat a lot of fish, you get mercury in your blood, the mercury then goes into the tissue, and the person has mercury toxicity. So by using a dedicated profile, by finding genetics, I could find out who has this gene, get them on the right folic acid, the right B12, and detox their body and save them a lot of agony because this gene is associated with blood clots. It's associated with heart attacks, miscarriages in females, breast cancer, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and the list goes on and on. So what specific risk factors or symptoms that could indicate a person's in that 20% or is there really none? Well, I mean, there's no really, basically it would be someone who has a high homocysteine on a blood test, a patient who has a low B12, which I'm going to get on the blood test and send it to IGS, they could have a low folic acid. And some conventional doctors say, oh, just take folic acid, you'll get energy. They take the folic acid, they take the B12, and they get no energy because they have this methylated gene, which you could only find out if you do a genetic blood test. Okay, so who should be going for this blood test? What patients do you treat? Are they only patients that have heart disease, only patients at risk for heart disease, or is this something that anyone and everyone could benefit from? 
anyone and everyone can benefit from doing a blood test for risk factors for heart disease, but then finding out what supplements they actually need and in what dose is the unique thing. Because a, a lot of integrative doctors put patients on supplements, but now I can tailor it. Yes, if you have heart disease, you get a homocysteine level. If you have a risk of heart disease, family member, you should get it done. But I do a comprehensive on everyone. I feel since heart disease is the number one killer in the United States, let's not let's get all the rich factors, not just cholesterol. Cholesterol is a misnomer in this country. And now there's other tests to prove that you get different fractions of cholesterol. And if I want to help cholesterol, I want to know how much oils to take. I want to know if I need testosterone for man because it protects against heart disease. So by doing an IGS profile, this, this software, you get to find out the exact supplement they need. And I think that's unique. Also, vitamin D is the vitamin of the decade. And you want, I mean, I prescribe a lot of vitamin D, sometimes too much, but definitely always more than you need. By getting, in, by getting a profile and finding out how much D you need, that could tailor everything. So some people need 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. And that's more than the American College of Medicine even states is, is good. They only want like up to 1,000. I give sometimes patients 10,000. Yes, I have always been told, and, and as myself, someone who uses a lot of supplements as an athlete, one of the questions I've always wondered is, well, why is it that you can look at a, at a pill bottle and someone who, for you know, for my example, where I'm running for this weekend two ultra marathons, so I'm putting extreme demands on my body, would need the same amount of vitamins as someone who is more sedentary or someone who's bigger than me or older than me or younger than me. And obviously we know that today that's not true. So what are the implications for your patients and really for society as a whole now that we know we can customize medicine? Well, I think it changes medicine. I think for the first time I do an individualized diet approach, but now we have an individualized supplement approach through IGS. So I used to give, you know, the supplements I thought for heart patients, for cancer patients, but now I tailor it. I could tailor the diet dietary lifestyle based on their needs. I could tailor the exact vitamins. Now, it will change. So the nice thing about uh, the software is, say I have a patient and they come in, I measure everything, and they start a vitamin protocol. Put them on a dietary change, and we put them on exercise protein, uh, exercise lifestyle. In three months, I'll repeat the blood, do it through the system again, and their vitamin requirements change. So no one should be, no individual in my practice takes the same vitamin and the same dose. And what role does hormones play in, in this? Well, I, I think we, so as an integrated physician, I'm, I'm certified to do bioidentical hormones. Um, I concentrate on female and male. Female, because when they're postmenopausal, they're at the same risk of men their age. Men have a higher risk of heart disease, but when a woman becomes postmenopausal, she has that same risk. We could change that by using bioidentical or natural hormonal replacement therapy. I want to know the exact level to give. I also have to keep in mind that hormones can cause cancer. So I always measure them. I always change them. By using IGS, I could be changing the hormones every three months till I get exactly what they need. Testosterone, having a low testosterone is a risk factor for heart disease in men. So I want to measure testosterone. I want to make sure I get it right. Testosterone, if given too much, can cause incidence of prostate cancer. So we just don't want to put people on blanket hormones anymore. We have the ability with IGS to personalize their regimen. And that's the way medicine is going. 
medicine is going integratively whether conventional doctors want it or not. Um, I'm a herbalist, so I believe in plants. I hope and eventually to do the IGS system where they can test plants. I know that's coming into play. Like I want to know how much turmeric they need. Just the same way I want to know how much vitamin D they need. I want to know how much turmeric they need, how much maybe like uh, stragglers they need. So it's going whether Americans want it or not or whether conventional doctors want it or not, this is the right way to go. I love how you're talking about the change in hormones. And I was first introduced to bioidentical hormones. And when I was, my response was, well, no, I would never consider putting hormones in because this is for people, number one, that are older than me. And number two, from everything that I knew about, was that the hormones used in the 60s and 70s did cause cancer and that hormones were just bad And in my generation that people were avoiding them. And I know a lot of people still are coming from that perspective and mindset. So what's the difference between bioidentical hormones and the hormones that were used 50, 60 years ago, and who are these for? Okay, so we still have prescription hormones. Um, when a woman comes menopausal, most of the conventional doctors put them on um, maybe estriol patch or Provera, which is progesterone. Some doctors only put them on one. These are synthetic hormones. The way I practice hormone therapy, I either do a blood test or a saliva test on the three estrogens. There's estradiol, there's estriol, and there's estrone. I measure progesterone, testosterone, and DHEA sulfate, which is like the master. And I measure that, whether by saliva or blood, and I put them on compounded hormones that are natural for their blood test. Now, I get blood tests every six weeks to change it, but now I don't need that. I could put them into the IGS system and find out exactly what I need to change, go up or down. So the problem as a cardiologist um, about the HERS trial was the trial to assess chelation, uh, the trial for estrogens um, in females. Was it beneficial? Did it cause more harm? And the HERS trial was a large study. And at the end of the trial, it said estrogen replacement doesn't protect you against heart disease. So all the cardiologists started stopping, telling the gynecologist to stop the hormones. It's not going to protect against heart disease as we once thought. There was a little arm of that study that was about 20% of females who did do well with heart disease on hormones because they had a certain risk factor called lipoprotein little a, which is a glue-like substance like the bad cholesterol. So I think hormones are vital in everyone. I think you should look at those females and men that have lipoprotein A, which are risk factor. If they do, we know now from this subset of the HERS trial that they need bioidentical hormones. But there's some people that just put them on and just leave them on. You can't do that. You have to check them. You have to reassess. You have to change the hormones. So the nice thing about using the IGS system, you have the ability, once you get them on this first set of vitamins and if you want to use hormones, by putting on now you had a factor like, okay, we're going on a grain-free diet, 30 minutes of exercise three times a week, which reduces cardiovascular mortality by 38%. Three months later, you reassess their hormones and the vitamins, and you will see because of dietary changes and exercise, we have to change everything. And this is, this is now, it's helping the patient protect you against heart disease. You just don't leave them on a hormone. And maybe at one point they might not need their hormones anymore. Because there are, once you change supplements, some supplements, and you change a diet, 
And for me, when I put botanicals on, I could actually have them become estrogenic without using hormones. So in my case, with my patients, I have the advantage of using herbs, finding out if they need herbs, finding out if they need bioidenticals, and always tailoring it. And that, I think, is unique to anything that's out there. This is the first time that ever we have now tailored hormones and vitamins. Wow, it sounds like some phenomenal development. You know, one of the questions I have is that when you know, I'm, I'm 29 years old, so for me, I think, well, I'm in the ideal stages of my life. My body, my hormones can't be out of balance, right? So would someone my age benefit from bioidentical hormones? Are they used with people that are in their 20s, or is this something only for women that are, that are at their age of menopause? No, this is for everyone because hormones change depending on stress in the body. And we, as Americans, are under a lot of stress. When you're under stress, our adrenal glands, which produce the cortisol, actually gets tired. When the adrenal glands start to get fatigued, which if someone is in fight-or-flight response, putting out too much cortisol, that could affect the hormones at any age. So it's not just for postmenopausal women who want to either continue their period or protect against bone disease by going on hormones. It's not for the man who wants to beef up and have an increased sex drive. There are many other factors. And the nicest thing when you think about this, we're under stress, that's a factor. We have environmental toxins, carcinogens, that change our hormones. So this isn't just for, well, this isn't for just women gets buffed up. This is for every single human, even kids. They go on a diet. The diet of the kids is high sugar, changes their hormones. So I think we have to look at all the external factors that affect the body, affect the hormones, carcinogens, eating too much fish with mercury, using underarm deodorant with aluminum, um, being stressed out and your cortisol level is not high in the morning, it's low, and for you to get up, you have to take coffee. This, we could change anyone's profile by doing this, and it, there's no, I think there's no age barrier on this, none. Uh, you know what I love about this is really that it's preventative medicine, and I've often said that for me, an issue that I think comes up with traditional medicine is there's this focus on not being sick as, a, as opposed to a focus on being well. And that's an approach that I know in my own house that I choose to take. And I think IGS is for that person who chooses that they want to focus on wellness rather than focusing on sickness. And are you starting to see that trend with this new form of medicine? Well, for me, it's always been that way. It's always been on preventative medicine. Even though I'm a conventional cardiologist and I should really be doing just cardiology, I'm looking at the whole person. And it's all about prevention. It's looking at every system of the body. And when I tell people that medicine is not taught in the classroom, it's taught at the bedside. Whether the bedside is in your office, and you're having this nice dialogue with the patient and spending time and getting to know their families, it, you really have to preventative. Is that the way to go? Because right now, still even doctors aren't doing preventative medicine. And preventative medicine involves not only their dietary lifestyle, not only their exercise. I believe in seven, um, just, let's say, seven lifestyle changes. And I'm going to go through them because I think you'll get them. Dietary, bottom of the triangle, the iceberg, very important. Exercise, very important. Other than that, all the other lifestyle changes involve psychosocial. And psychosocial is 
very important, and I don't, don't think doctors delve in it. So the third lifestyle change for my patients is what addictions they have. Food addictions, illicit drug addictions, addictions to family drama, addiction to your iPhone, those are energy thieves. And we need to stop those. And by gearing the vitamin panel to look at that, we can really help people. The fourth lifestyle change is meditation. So what better to find out what supplements they need to help them calm down? What are their B vitamins? What are their D? What is their A? What is the magnesium, selenium, and zinc? These are all implicated in this. The fifth lifestyle change for me is uh, self-esteem. And if you could change someone's life by changing their supplements, they start feeling good about themselves. They're practicing preventative care. So self-esteem goes up when you take care of the patients, not only medically, but psychosocially and emotionally. The sixth lifestyle change is anger and resentment. And the seventh is self-love. All fits into my scheme of personalizing supplements for each individual. I think people who do this really are taking an investment in their life, the future, their children's future. Because if a parent does it, he's going to put his kids on it. Just like when they teach a parent to eat um, an autoimmune profile diet with no grains. He does that with his children because we have obese children in the United States. This country is obese. So if you could change something, their whole attitude changes. And the minute they start feeling that you're taking care of them specially and you're doing an individualized approach rather than everyone gets the same prescription, it changes their, their whole mindset. Wow. You know, I, I'm just listening to you, and I am so sold on coming to see you, so I'm certainly going to be booking an appointment with you. Um, what types of patients do you treat? And, and I know there's going to be other people listening to this podcast that are going to want to come and make an appointment with you. Well, everyone thinks because I'm in a cardiologist, they only see heart disease. I am now, you know, I, I did the forward to a book um, and wrote some of the medical stuff for the book, My Journey with Celiac Disease by Jennifer Esposito, happens to be a friend and an actress. She owns a bakery downtown in New York. And I'm seeing so many celiac patients, so many autoimmune patients. So I get a lot of, I feel like I'm, I don't know, one of a patient of mine who I could say this because he always calls me this, his name is Rupert Everett, he's an actor, he's in um, London. He always called me the country doctor. And I really related to that. I love that because I, yes, I'm a, I am a board-certified cardiologist, but I feel the way I approach it, I take every disease into account. So I really see a wide range of diseases from Parkinson's, metatoxicity, valve disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, celiac. It, it's just it's mind-boggling. A lot of cancer patients because my approach to cancer um, and, you know, Lisa didn't mention, so I'll mention this. I am a professor at the University of Bridgeport School of Naturopathic Medicine. I'm actually right now in Connecticut talking from the hotel because I teach tomorrow morning. And I do that because I love it. And I would have gone to a naturopathic medical school, but there weren't any available when I graduated college. So now to be teaching naturopathic doctors as an MD, all the MD stuff plus the botanicals, it just it just completed my life. You know, it makes me very humble to sit up in front of the class and teach. 
That's and that's amazing. And you know, I have to say, just from this limited experience with you, you certainly do personify everything I would expect and admire in a country doctor. And thank you so much for taking the time to really share with us tonight. I know that there's a lot of people who are going to benefit from this podcast. If someone wanted to make an appointment with you, what's the best way to find out how to do that or find your website or your phone number for your office? Okay, so the the website is Fratalone Medical. Dot com. It's F-R-A-T-E-L-L-O-N-E, uh, medical.com. You could, make, you could do, download all the paperwork in there and make an appointment. The number is 212-421-3202. And this month, I am celebrating six years of writing a blog every day. And you could link to our blog on our website. So today happened to be on electronic medical records. I, whatever I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, I write on. And I've been doing consistently. And to me, although it has been an addiction, it's a healthy addiction. It does rob energy from me, but I serve the people with that. So my website's not about supplements and stuff like that. It's all about education. So you could do that. Uh, you could call the number. You could also look at our Facebook page. We actually have a page, Fratalone Medical, on Facebook, and you could find out information there, which uh, we post a lot of articles on there, too. Well, I know I will personally be checking out this page, and congratulations on six years. That's uh, tremendous, and we've been doing our podcast now. We'll hit two years next month, and I know that for us that is a big milestone, so congratulations. It is. I years. do blog talk radio. It's a lot of work. Yeah, thank work. you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it is. But it's worth it. It's worth it because we know that we're changing lives every day. So thank you so much for taking the time to reach out with, um, to be on our call and to help our audience. We really appreciate okay. you. Thank you so very much, and I hope to be on again. Absolutely, our time is any pleasure. Akina, is there? Um, Akina, can you let our audience know how they can get a replay of this call if they want to share it with friends or family or just listen again? Certainly, Jessica. If something resonated with you tonight, please find our podcast at changingmindsonline.com. You can also find it on Stitcher, Tuned In, iTunes, and, of course, our YouTube channel. Well, thank you again, Dr. Fratalone, and to everyone who called in tonight. Make it a phenomenal week. We'll be with you next week. Have a great night, everyone.